Well, praise the Lord. Once again, Pastor Jerry coming to you with the Word of God. Again, always an honor, always a privilege to bring the Word of God to you. We're so glad that you're connecting with us. Praise God. We're going to kind of jump right into the Word of God. We're going to go to the book of Amos. The book of Amos out of the Old Covenant is where we're going to start today. Now, it's probably one of them little books that you don't spend a lot of time in. But today we're going to start there, praise God. In Amos chapter 6, praise God. Amos chapter 6, praise the Lord, right before Obadiah, hallelujah, and right after the book of Joel. So Amos 6, verse 1 says, Woe to you who are at ease in Zion and trust in Mount Samaria, notable persons in the chief nation to whom the house of Israel comes. Now, quite a bit's being said in this context and everything, but the bottom line is, he says, uh, you know, it starts off just saying, woe to those who are at ease. And what does that mean? Well, the word ease actually is defined as security, but in a bad sense. In other words, you're uh, you're taking security in something else. In fact, that's what he's dealing with here. Woe to you who are at ease in Zion, which is a type of the church. That's talking about you and me, all right? And trust in Mount Samaria. In other words, in the arm of the flesh is what it's talking about. Notable persons in the chief nation to whom the house of Israel comes. Talking about uh, putting your trust or your confidence in the arm of the flesh or the strength of man or the confidence or confidence in uh, the security of something else, okay, and not in God. And that's what it's kind of talking about. So it says, woe to those who are at ease, okay. Now this word at ease, again, security in a bad sense, but it refers to being casual, okay. In fact, today I'm going to talk about the danger of ease and what that means. In other words, talking about casual, being casual, all right. In fact, just for whatever it's worth, casual Christians become casualties, all right, and that's just what we want to avoid here. So in other words, to be casual, to be indifferent, all right, in fact, um, the, uh, to be uh, indifferent opens the door for complacency, all right, in fact, we know that to be true in uh, like Revelation 3, it tells us this, you know, so then uh, because you are lukewarm, that's what it's referring to, okay, uh, complacent, right, uh, neither cold nor hot, I will vomit you out of my mouth. Of course, that's talking about the church of Laodicea. And earlier in chapter 2, talking to the church at Ephesus, he makes this comment, Nevertheless, I have this against you that you have left your first love. Now, hang on to that because that's what this is referring to here, okay? So the word again, at ease, okay, is talking about security in a bad sense, casualness, indifference, apathy, all right, being unconcerned or even being passive, which right now maybe or maybe I should say, as up to this point, we've seen a lot of that in the church. Maybe now, because of the way things are going uh, across our nation right now, uh, at least in our in the states, <clears throat> there's a little bit of, you know, things going on that's causing the church to rise up a little bit and not be so passive. Maybe taking a stand in who they are, uh, you know, just pressing forward like they should. Praise the Lord. Uh, but I think up to that point, I think we've had a lot of this indifference, apathy, you know, passiveness that's gone on in the, in the body of Christ. Now, the word also refers to a lack of enthusiasm, okay? So this is maybe sometimes just kind of gives a little bit of a, uh, maybe a picture of what's going on here, okay? A lack of enthusiasm, a lack of fire or to be lukewarm, there's that word, all right? Uh, means a lack of desire, 
or affection. That's also kind of what we talked about there in Revelations 2. Okay, in other words, you've lost your desire, your affection, your first love, okay, toward God. All right, that was a warning to them. All right, it means the loss of uh, emotion, appetite, willpower. And the word appetite is not referring to being, you know, uh, you know, not being hungry. It's just talking about the fact, uh, you know, of an appetite for God, all right? Or uh, may I could say a hunger for God, okay? You've lost that. You've lost your willpower, your drive, uh, you know, that which is pushing you forward, all right? And we have to say, you know, just, just like we've been uh, said earlier, woe to those who are at ease. I mean, that's a dangerous place to be in. Nobody should be in that place, especially as, the, you know, the body of Christ. You need to be a people always moving forward, always taking ground, uh, you know, stepping forward in, in, in your place in God, fulfilling purpose, calling giftings, anointings, things that are in your life, things that you're called to do, praise God. And I'm not just talking to the church as a whole, I'm talking to you as an individual, amen. We see it maybe across the board, but you got to remember that the body of Christ is consistent of individuals in Christ like you and like me, praise God. And so, uh, you know... Uh, we are called to, you know, pu push forward, to press forward, to uh, take the ground, amen, uh, that's laid before us, praise God. And so today I'm going to talk about pressing forward, praise the Lord, amen. All right, praise God. So let's look at uh, Philippians. We're going to go to the New Covenant, and we're going to go to the book of Philippians, please. All right. Hallelujah. And I'm going to go to a common text. We're going to go to uh, Philippians chapter 3 and verse 12. Hallelujah. <clears throat> Hallelujah. I wrote down a statement in my notes here, and, and uh, I might as well just say it here, that ease, you know, to be an ease, this place, this apathy, indifference, whatever, complacency, um, to be at ease is actually a far greater threat uh, to your walk in God than some of the, you know, pressures that, that around you, okay? Some of the, uh, we could say maybe the hardships that maybe you face once in a while. Not that I'm encouraging hardships and not that I'm praying for hardships. Uh, I'm just saying that, you know, a lot of times, uh, at least during pressure moments, you have a tendency to kind of press forward or at least more apt to step up, be who you're called to be, press through, praise God. And not everybody does, of course, but uh, you're more apt to do that. But what happens a lot of times when everything kind of settles down and you kind of find your place and pretty soon it's real easy just to kind of, you know, kind of rock yourself back to sleep, you know what I mean? And, and uh, you just kind of lay back and pretty soon next thing you know you're, you're not moving forward. You're not uh, taking ground, all right? So uh, that's a bad place to be, all right? Bad place to be. So Philippians 3, verse 12, please. Not that I have already attained... Or am already perfected. Of course, this is Paul writing this, all right? And he says, I haven't already arrived. I haven't got everything down. I haven't, you know, I don't have all the answers yet. I, you know, I haven't done everything right yet. <clears throat> now, I'm telling you, the guy that's wrote two-thirds of the New Testament's telling you that he hasn't got it all yet. He hasn't figured it all out yet. He hasn't got all the answers, you know. He hasn't arrived yet. Well, then we haven't either, okay? So keep that in mind. He says, but uh, what? I press on, right? I move forward. And this word press um, just means a forward pursuit, uh, to drive with force, okay, to extend uh, consistent, diligent effort, okay, is what it's referring to, praise God. So, uh, you know, you just have to understand that life 
you know, I should say maybe a victorious life in God is no casual stroll. Um, it, is, it is a press, okay? If you're going to move forward and take ground and be who you're called to be, it's every day a press moving forward, taking ground, which means then there's things that are, that are uh, 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 you know, maybe things that oppress you or things that are uh, pushing against you. Um, there's maybe uh, pressure of some sort. In other words, so you are uh, resisting back. You're pressing, amen, you're pressing forward, amen, and uh, just means that there's always some form of resistance there, all right? Anyway, I press on that I may lay hold of that for which Christ Jesus has also laid hold of me, praise God. In other words, whatever it is that I've uh, got in my life or that He's placed in my life, the callings, giftings, anointings, things that He's directing me to do, the leadings, biddings, promptings, all that kind of stuff, everything that He's laid out there for me in order for me to grab hold of that means i got to press forward in Him, amen, and grab hold of that for which He's also grabbed hold of me or laid hold of me, praise God, amen. Brethren, verse 13 now, I do not count myself to have apprehended, but one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead, praise God. So a pretty big key, you know, every time I read this text, I always got to stop and say this, right? The word I do in here is actually italicized, which means it wasn't in the text. So he's trying to bring out, he says, listen, I haven't necessarily got everything down, but he said, there's one thing I really do got down real good, and that is I know how to let go of the past. I know how to let go of the stuff behind me, all right? And really is a huge key. Now, that's good or bad. I'm just going to say this here, okay? The stuff you let go of in your past could be good or bad. Let's, let's kind of say it that way. Um, you know, you might have a lot of good things in your past, okay? And it's not that you just, you know, act like it never happened, but it's, it's just that sometimes if you're going to move forward, you can't, kind of be hanging out in the past all the time. And that, you know, whether it's a lot of bad things, because some people it's a lot of the, the guilt, the condemnation, the shame, or whatever it is, or the mistakes and stuff that they've made. Sometimes they hang out there and can't get past it. Some people, they have a lot of victories and a lot of great things going on. Pretty soon they, they kind of settle in and feel like, well, you know, maybe I've, I've gone far enough, or maybe I've done enough, or maybe that's, you know, just good enough, you know, or whatever. It could, it's, it's a dangerous place to be. So I'm talking about here when you're letting go of the things behind us, that means everything. If you're going to move forward, sometimes you just got to let go of some of that. Uh, and again, it's not that there ain't things back there to learn from, glean from. Uh, we're not taken away from that by any means, but uh, you, you just don't live there anymore, okay? You, you're, you're on a path moving forward, all right? And uh, the last thing you need to do is be packing around a bunch of backpacks full of everything in your past, all right? It's just time to let go. Remember, you're not your history. You are who God says you are. You can do what God says you can do, and you can be everything that God says you can be, praise God. But, the, but in order for that to happen, you got to move forward, praise God. All right, so verse 14 now. I press toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Again, I press toward the goal, amen, for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus, okay? In other words, God's will for your life, amen. But I press toward the goal, all right? I press toward the goal. A lot of times it's referred to as a mark. Sometimes, you know, there's, there's uh, maybe what we call uh, uh, long-term uh, things you're reaching for, and, and go marks or goals sometimes can be just short-term things, things that you do, just step, stepping stones, things you can do. Sometimes when you're you're setting uh, your sights ahead. Sometimes, you know, you have the ultimate goal, what you're reaching for, but sometimes you have certain little uh, 
steps that you take along the way, goals that you take, you know, that you reach along the way. Praise God. And that's what that's kind of dealing with. Amen. I press toward the goal. Amen. For the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. But it goes on to say here, therefore, let us, as many as are mature, have this mind. I want you to hang on to that. As many as are mature. All right. Let's have this kind of mindset. This kind of attitude here, okay? What kind of attitude? Well, what Paul's just talking about. That even though I haven't arrived, haven't gained everything, uh, I'm, I'm moving forward. Might have some great victories, some, some successes, but what I'm trying to do is move forward. Regardless, I keep moving forward. I keep taking ground. And this is what I'm uh, trying to bring out here today is that if you're not moving forward, there's a good chance you're, you're, you've gone stagnant. Pretty good chance that you're either sliding backwards. In fact, in most cases... I would say if you're not moving forward, you're probably moving backwards, okay? But this is that thing of being at ease, to be indifferent or apathy or complacency. These are all some words uh, that fit this, all right? This is what he was talking about even uh, not only in, in Amos, but he was talking about that in Revelation. That's, that's a dangerous place to be, okay, because you, you lose sight of where you're headed, uh, you know, you lose that first love. You, you get lukewarm. I mean, this is what happens, and pretty soon you're not, you're not doing and fulfilling what you need to be doing and fulfilling, all right? So uh, this is what we're dealing with today, uh, that the way to deal with that is you got to keep moving forward. Be an individual that purposes to keep taking ground in your life. Keep growing Keep maturing. Amen. And again, I'm going to say it. If Paul said, uh, you know, he hadn't arrived yet, well, I guarantee you, you or me, we haven't arrived yet. Amen. We're still uh, in need of growth and development. Praise God. There's always things that we can do uh, to hone in our gifts, so to speak, uh, to become more, um, more aware of who we are and, and uh, be uh, more connected to uh, our holy God, hallelujah, and, and you know, more aware of who, who our enemy is and how to resist our enemy. We could uh, to be more aware of uh, you know, just the scriptures itself and growing in doctrine and growing in understanding and revelation, praise God. See, you're never going to be at a place where you've got all the answers and you've arrived, okay? Now, you might be more mature than you were a year ago, and hopefully you are, praise God. But in all honesty, praise God, none of us have arrived yet. We're still on a growth mode, a development mode, praise God. And that's why he's saying here, let's all have this mind. Anybody that's going to be mature in Christ is going to be thinking this way, all right? Hang on now. Therefore, let as many as are mature have this mind. I'm in verse 15 again. And if in anything you think otherwise, God will reveal even this to you, praise God. So I guarantee you, if you're going to God, spending any time with God, especially in the presence of God, you're going to find out, you know, every time that you're still in growth, uh, you know, growth and development mode, praise God. There's always something that can be added to you. Nevertheless, verse 16, to the degree that we have already attained, in other words, to the degree of how far we've gone now, let us walk by the same rule, amen, let us be of the same mind. In other words, uh, you know, don't lose sight of everything you have gained, all right, but know this, you've got to keep taking more steps. So it doesn't mean that, you know, what he's trying to say is that you don't, you don't get some new revelation that throws all the rest of them away. That isn't what he's talking about. You, you attain a certain place, 
And you, you hang on to that, but you keep attaining more. Keep reaching for more, praise God. That's what he's talking about, praise the Lord. Now, the whole thing I'd want to bring out on this is that you got to be in a move, a move forward, a press forward, press on type of mindset, uh, especially if you're going to be of a, a mature mindset, you're going to have to understand that you're always going to be moving forward. Now, I just want to just a few verses here. Um, you know, the scripture says in Hebrews 10, let me go bring you a few verses. Just I kind of always got to throw these in if we're going to talk about moving forward. Then if we move forward, that means this. We're not supposed to be going backwards, right? Come on. The word says this in Hebrews 10 and 38. It says, now the just shall live by faith. But if anyone draws back, my soul has no pleasure in him. In other words, God doesn't like it. And just for whatever, if you're going to be in a faith walk, you're going to be a faith people, uh, you're going to live by faith, you're going to walk by faith, that's, that means you're moving forward. Because if you ain't going to live by faith if, and, and, and be going backwards, that ain't going to happen. All right. So it says this, but we are not of those who draw back to perdition or, or you know, talking about uh, ruin or despair or anything of yuck that's behind us, but we are of those who believe to the saving of the soul, praise God. All right, so, uh, you know, that's a good word, right? We're not supposed to be those that draw back. We're those that move forward, praise God. Now, this word draw back uh, just means to withhold under pressure, to cower, to shrink, to withdraw, uh, to shun or hide, as some other words there, praise God. The point is this, that he's talking about, you know, backing up every time the pressure's on. Uh, now, I'm just, I'm just going to say this, that, you know, when you're moving forward, there's a lot of, there's a lot more, ob, you know, things on you, okay? Uh, more responsibility. You may be more accountable for some things. Uh, more obligations, maybe, it might be there. Uh, no doubt about it, okay? Anytime you're growing. It's like, you know, when you, you become a parent, you know, when you first got married, you know, you, you, know, you were a husband or wife, whatever, a spouse, and you, you know, just kind of, you know, maybe your life changed and shifted, obviously, but then all of a sudden you start raising children. It's like all of a sudden you're having to step up your game because now it's not just you're a spouse now, now you're a parent, you know, and you know as well as I do that we, uh, you know, other than what you know maybe out of the scriptures, you didn't get a, uh, you know, some kind of a manual that came with that little one. Uh, to kind of show you all the stuff, you know, you just kind of had to learn as you go a, a little bit, praise God. Now, of course, if you're aware of the Scriptures, Scriptures will help you with all that, obviously. But uh, the point is, is that, you know, here you are having to move forward, which now, which means there's more, more on your plate, so to speak. There's more obligation, more responsibilities, more things maybe you're accountable for, no doubt about it. And I'm just going to say this, you know, too, with, you know, when you go to a new level in God, there's even some new, new pressures that come, okay, that even, that's, you know, even demonic things that try to war against you, okay? One, uh, one individual said it this way, new level, new devil, all right? That's, that's pretty accurate, okay? But all that means is that they're just, you know, a new, new wave of, of uh, you, know, uh, you know, opposition that's probably coming against you because you're moving forward, okay? The enemy don't lay down because you made a decision to move forward. Now, the reason I'm saying all that, I'm not trying to, you know, upset anybody or make anybody uh, get depressed about this. I'm just saying that all this stuff, when you move forward, there's no doubt there's more things uh, that you have to look at and deal with and pray through and all that kind of stuff. But if you choose just to move forward, amen, and not cower to the pressure of whatever that is, amen, whether it's good or bad, okay, I, I'm trying to make that real clear here, okay, there is, 
demonic things, and there are things, just natural things that we have to deal with, uh, you know, as you grow and mature in, the, uh, you know, in, in life and in God, all right? The point I'm trying to make is this, that you don't cower regardless of the pressure. You know, maybe there is a new, new level, new opposition, new pressure, uh, but, you know, with that, there's also the pressure to quit and give up, and you got to say, you know what, I refuse to quit and give up. I'm not backing up, I move forward. Amen. And you got to settle it, okay? I just thought I'd toss this out there because sometimes that's what happens. Sometimes we think, you know what? Uh, I don't want no more of that. I'm kind of done with all that, so I'm okay right where I'm at. And what happens is then we kind of settle into that, that apathy, okay? We settle into indifference. And next thing you know, you become complacent. And now you're, you know, uh, you, know you think you're just kind of stationary, which you're not. You know, you're actually kind of sliding backwards, maybe maybe subtly, but you are. And what happens then, just now it becomes this, you know, where the enemy has an inroad. It won't be long, pretty soon, uh, you're, not, you're not the person you thought you were sometimes. You know, you find that your, your walk isn't where it used to be. Your talk isn't where it used to be. Your, 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 your attitudes, your, uh, you know, how you see things and view things begin to shift and change a little bit. I mean, all this begins to happen when you come into that place of ease or that place of, of apathy or indifference, okay? And that's why in Amos he said, woe to those who are at ease, okay? You're putting your, your confidence in everything else around here instead of just staying locked on to God and moving forward in God. And what happens is you put yourself in a bad position, all right? And pretty soon, all of a sudden, next thing you know, the enemy is just, you know, ripping you off, you know, taking advantage of you. You know, ransacking your life and your family. And again, I'm trying to, you know, through all this, I'm not trying to bring a lot of, uh, you, know, uh, you know, get somebody depressed because of, you know, talking about how the enemy wants to come and steal, kill, and destroy, but you just have to be aware of that. So in order to keep that in, a, in uh, you know, as far as the enemy and opposition or any other, uh, you know, responsibility or things you're accountable for in, in, a, in its right place is you've got to keep moving forward. You got to keep growing. You know, you think about as a child of God, you got to stay in that word if you want to develop. You got to keep hearing it. You know, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God, which means you got to keep hearing. It doesn't say faith comes by having heard, it says faith comes by hearing and hearing. And the implication is and hearing and hearing and hearing. That's how it works, all right? The word talks about renewing the mind, okay? Well, the only way you can renew the mind if if you stay at it and keep meditating on the scriptures, and gradually what you're doing is you're renewing, renewing, and the word even talks about, uh, you know, uh, you know, renewing refers to this ongoing work that happens. Okay, you got to stick with it. When you talk about being a parent, okay, uh, you know, you don't just, you know. All of a sudden, you know, have a little one and say, okay, now I'm a parent, and then just go on life as usual. No, it ain't going to work. You're going to have a lot of problems, dude. Now, you know, you might get away with a little bit when they're just this little, little, you know, bundle of joy, praise God. But once they start growing, you're going to find out, whew, you better start growing too. You better start going a little higher and developing, honing in your parenting skills, praise God. That's just the facts, all right? Now, again, you know, we're just talking that you can't just settle back and, and get, you know, indifferent. Settle back into ease and, and just think that life's going to be okay, because it ain't, okay? It's a dangerous place to be in. 
And like I said earlier, you know, it's, it's almost a, a, a more dangerous place to be in than it is to be facing, you know, some form of opposition or some form of, uh, you know, obstacle out there. Amen. Uh, that's, that's warring against you. I mean, you're better off with that because you're, you're praise God, you're, you're more apt to take after it, praise God, and move forward. But you slide back into this apathy, slide back into indifference, Next thing you know, man, you, you don't even realize you forget who you are, and boy, it's just a, it's just a bad place to be. All right, now let's, let's look at another reference on this. I like uh, Luke, <clears throat> Luke uh, 9. Hope you got an ear to hear today. Praise God. Luke 9, let's, uh, let's see here. I think I'm just going to take the last verse in Luke 9. It just says this. This is Jesus talking. He said, No one having put his hand to the plow and looking back is fit for the kingdom of God. So again, it's talking about, you know, there's no, no backing up here, okay? Here it uses the word looking back, but it's talking about, you know, pulling back is what it's referring to. But it, Because you kind of see this thing, the hand uh, to the plow refers to, um, in this text, you know, you're seeing it as, there's some work ahead, okay? When you're talking about the plow, that's not, that's not an easy thing. That's, that's, you know, especially when you're talking about running this by, by your own hand, okay? We're not talking about, you know, nowadays you've got a tractor, you're pulling, uh, you know, a disc, a disc back there. We're not talking about that. We're talking about here, it's like you got like a, an oxen or you got a horse or whatever it is out in front pulling and you're sitting there trying to, you know, make sure the rows go straight, you know, with that little, that plow you got in hand here. The point is this, it's a lot of work. And no one having put their hand to the plow, looking back or pulling back, okay, nobody can move forward when you're constantly in reverse, right? And, you know, if you're always constantly pulling back, okay, now we're not going to get the job done. We need to get done. That's why he says, and you're not fit for the kingdom. That doesn't mean you're not going to heaven. It just means the word fit actually means well-placed or positioned or appropriate but it means for the kingdom refers to the word kingdom is rule, reign, or a realm of God. Okay, so it's not really talking about heaven. It's talking about you want to operate out of the things of God, uh, be positioned in the things of God, the realm of God. He meant to have the hand of God at work on your behalf, you know, moving forward in the kingdom, praise God, which means that you're going to have to keep your hand to the plow and not be constantly looking back or pulling back all the time. Now in Luke in chapter 17, let's go look at this real quick. And uh, kind of a, a text I always uh, think about when we're talking about, you know, you know, pulling back or looking back. And that is verse 32 of Luke 17. It says, remember Lot's wife. Okay. That's all it says. Well, there's enough said right there, right? In fact, if you go back into Genesis, it talks about how she looked back. In fact, uh, I don't know if I've got the reference here or not, but the word uh, in back in Genesis, it talks about looking, uh, she looked back and it says with, with regard to pleasure or with pleasure, okay, what it's talking about is because she was basically, you know, looking back thinking, you know, I wish I still had that, okay, that was the problem, okay, well, that, was, that wasn't a good thing, so she looked back, so the point is this, okay, I'm just trying to say all this, okay, we're not to draw back, pull back, look back, okay, that's not what we're called to do, we're, we're called to press forward, move forward in God, that's what we're designed to do, and Anytime you stop doing that, it, you know, you're, there's the temptation of just sliding into ease, indifference, apathy, complacency, okay? 
and it ain't nothing about that that's going to be good. It's a dangerous place to be in. All right, child of God. All right, back to Philippians. Let's go ahead and finish that text there in Philippians. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Philippians chapter 3 again. And this time we're going to go to verse 17 now. So I think we've read down to 16, but let's go into verse 17. And it just says this, brethren, okay, join in following my example. All right. So remember, he just got done saying, listen, if you're going to be mature, you're going to, you're going to do this thing, okay, you've got, to, you've got to maintain a mindset to move forward, amen, you keep it, you know, you, you, you take ground, amen, and you don't lose sight of that, don't forget about that. He says, now listen, follow my example. He said this, and note those who so walk as you have us for a pattern, all right? In other words, this is the way we're doing it. We're asking you to follow suit, do the same thing, all right? But he said this in verse 18, for many walk of whom I have told you often, and now tell you even weeping that they are the enemies of the cross of Christ. And I was talking about there are others out there, okay, who have a different walk, and that's what it's referring to, a different path they're taking, okay? And really, this is what he's dealing with, okay? We're talking to you about moving forward. That's what Paul's saying. I, I, I'm talking about this is how we do it. We move forward. Hook up. Follow our example. We're taking ground every day. We're learning. We're growing. We're developing every day. We're reaching forward every day. Amen. We're pressing forward. Amen. Regardless of what's opposing us, regardless of the pressures, regardless of the responsibilities, regardless of things that we're accountable for, regardless of the daily grind that might be going on, or regardless of the demonic attack that may be, uh, you know, hurled against us, whatever it may be that we're dealing with, regardless, we're, we're, we're leaning into God, we're putting our confidence in God, amen, we're trusting in God, we're moving forward in God, we're pressing forward and taking ground every day. Follow our example. Now, there are a lot out there that aren't doing that. All right. And it's happening. And really, to be honest, this this can apply to, to us today. OK, because there's some of you out you know, some of you that, you know, you guys are, you know, you're you're willing to press forward. You're willing to take ground. And I know that to be uh, to be true. Uh, but there's a lot of folks around us that that ain't so much willing to do that. They, you know, they're OK with where they're at. They're OK with, you know, just a little bit of God in their life. You know, they're OK with, you know, maybe just getting saved and, you know, getting fire insurance and and not really pressing forward for anything else. OK, there's some people they even that are uh, maybe the extreme the other way. They've, they've, they feel they've already arrived. They feel maybe they've grown and developed and now they're, uh, you know, they think they've arrived. All right. And, and uh, you know, that's not true. I mean, none of us have arrived yet. All right. Now, this is. Uh, uh, you know, I'm just trying to show you this what he's talking about. There are those out there that maybe aren't, aren't walking the same paths we're walking, all right? And he says here, they, but he, they become then enemies of the cross of Christ. Now, this word enemy, uh, odios, okay? Uh, I don't know if I pronounced it exactly right, uh, but it just means this. Uh, repulsive, hateful, uh, a foe, or hostile toward. And you think, wow, that's, that's, that's pretty bad. Well, you know, we might say, well, that's, that's talking about the, 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 you know, the lost or somebody. And I don't really think it is. I think he's talking, he's talking to you or me, amen, that there are those even around us every day, uh, even in the church, that ain't in a place where they need to be. That's why he says, look, you know, take us, note us, okay? We're moving forward, okay? Follow our example, okay? Now, there are those around us that ain't, falling, that ain't moving forward, okay? So we're telling you, don't follow that. Because they're opposing what God's trying to do. 
And even though they might know Christ, you know, in the sense of, you know, they've accepted the Lord, you know, maybe they've, you know, got born again, all right, but they're, they're okay with just being, you know, just that, you know, that place where they're at. They're okay just being right there, all right? Well, that ain't, you know, that ain't how we do this. I remember years ago, um, working, uh, you know, in a place, uh, a company, and, and uh, when I went in there, uh, went in this, uh, you know, with a, an excitement, you know, thinking, all right, I like this job. This is going to be a great job. It pays decent and everything. And I was kind of all excited. And, and I kind of noticed a lot of the folks around that uh, had been there a while. They're all kind of, you know, eh, you know, they just kind of usually badmouth the company. And, and uh, you know, you could tell they weren't real driven to uh, do anything different. And, and uh, you know, you think, you know, I, I, I guess at the time I didn't understand it. But as you kind of move on, Pretty soon, you don't watch it. Pretty soon, it starts getting on you. Pretty soon, you have the same kind of mindset, the same kind of attitude. Okay, and the Spirit of God got on me about that, and uh, I had to, I had to repent about that and get that right in my life. Now, the point I'm just trying to make is, it's no different than ser- in serving God. You can get in the church, and if you're around a lot of folks that ain't, ain't driven to move forward in God, well, it ain't long. If you don't watch it, you're, you're following suit. You're doing the same thing. Pretty soon, you're, you slid into that same rut. Pretty soon you become, uh, at, you know, uh, in a place of apathy and, uh, you know, this, this uh, indifference. Amen. Come on now. Complacent. All right. And that's the thing. You got you to, you, you know, war against that. You can't get into that place. You got to keep moving forward. And that's what he's talking about here because it becomes now an enemy to the cross. That's why the Lord said, woe to those who are in ease. Yeah, that's not a good thing. You know, when he says, whoa, that, you know, that's not some, you know, that's, uh, you know, that's not like he's singing some song thing. I mean, he's, he's kind of like in your face. Whoa, dude, change. All right. We don't, we don't want that. This is not where you want to go. All right. So, uh, you know, that's what we're trying to bring out here. All right. And this is what Paul's talking about. He says, who's in verse 19 is destruction, literally means a waste or a loss or ruin, whose God is their belly. Okay, and whose glory is in their shame, who set their minds on earthly things. And this and the bottom line is they're just settled where they're at. They don't want to move forward. They're all about maybe, maybe, uh, you know, here's another thing. Some people, you know, have, have pressed in and they've got some great victories, uh, maybe walking in a place of, 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 of prosperity in, in areas of their uh, life, and which is good. There's not, that's all wonderful. God wants his people blessed. But some people get comfortable in that, and then pretty soon, they're not moving forward, okay? That's just another dangerous spot to be in, okay? So when I'm talking about today, I'm not taking any of that away from you. I'm just saying the way you deal with indifference, okay, with casualness, all right, is you got to move forward. You always purpose to move forward. Always purpose to move forward. Always purpose to grow. Always purpose, amen, to renew your mind. Keep that mind renewed. Keep yourself meditating on the promises of God, the things of God, amen. Always take uh, correction when it comes. Always take the biddings and leadings that God gives and move in that direction, praise God, amen. Never just settle, all right? And that's what Paul's warning us about here, all right? And uh, he says, their minds on earthly things. He says, for our citizenship is in heaven. 
from which we also eagerly wait for the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, verse 21, who will transform our lowly body that it may be conformed to his glorious body according to the working by which he is able uh, even to subdue all things to himself. But it says this in chapter 4, verse 1, therefore, okay, so I had to read all that to get to this, therefore, my beloved and longed for brethren, amen, my joy and crown, so stand fast in the Lord, amen, and again he repeats, beloved, praise God. In other words, Keep yourself in the place of God where you're moving forward. Amen. Don't be backing up. Don't, don't put, you know, be looking back, pulling back, uh, drawing back. Amen. Be somebody that moves forward. Don't allow yourself to, to just settle into a place of casualness and apathy and indifference. Come on now. Uh, you know, uh, ease is probably the key word today. You know, don't settle back into ease. All right. Always be a somebody that moves forward. Praise God. Amen. Praise the Lord. Now, I want to do this. Um, I want to go to Psalms 123, and I'll probably, probably finish with this. And I just uh, hope you got an ear to hear this, because I kind of felt like with something that Paul said there, uh, I want to just kind of bring it out in a little bit different, uh, different way to kind of maybe bring some clarity. You know, he talked about that those that are not moving forward, Remember, it's a, it's a mature mindset, he said there in Philippians 3, to be one that presses forward and moves forward. So those that are not, he says, they, they actually become enemies of the cross. And, you know, a lot of times you look at that and, you know, as you meditate, speed read through that, you know, you're thinking, okay, they're just, uh, you, know, you know, God's trying to do things and they're, you know, being an obstacle and getting in the way instead of moving forward. And it does, it does relate to that. But I want to show you another reason that they sometimes become an enemy of the cross, okay? And that is this. In uh, Psalms 123, verse 1, he said, Unto you I lift up my eyes, O you who dwell in the heavens. Behold, as the eyes uh, of uh, servants look to the hand of their master, as the eyes of a maid uh, to the hand of her mistress. In other words, waiting on God here. So our eyes look to the Lord, our God, until he has mercy on us, have mercy on us, O Lord, have mercy on us, for we are exceedingly filled with contempt. Now, he explains what that means here, okay? Our soul is exceedingly filled with the scorn of those who are at ease, with the contempt of the proud. So he's talking about here being exceedingly filled with contempt. He's talking about uh, this word here, contempt, means disrespect to be despised or shamed, but it's talking about our soul, in other words, we're, in other words, got basically an attack on us here a little bit. Uh, our soul is exceedingly filled with the scorn, which the word scorn here means scoffing, uh, derision. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that word right, but I had to look it up. It just means mocked, uh, ridiculed, belittled, or, or speaks of sarcasm. For with the scorn of those who are at ease, with the contempt, that same word there again about disrespected or, di or dis, uh, uh, despised or shamed, of the proud, and that's the haughty or the arrogance, what that means. Now, a lot, of, a lot I said right there, but the bottom line is this, that a lot of times that's what ends up happening. Uh, you know, you get around a lot of people that maybe are in ease, you know, in apathy, and you're trying to move forward. You know, you feel in your heart you need to grow, you need to move forward, and and uh, if you don't watch it pretty soon, you got, you got some people even in the church that 
you know, maybe a little bit of sarcasm, a little belittling or something, maybe, uh, you know, telling you that maybe, uh, you know, you're, uh, you're nuts for going forward in God or growing in God, or maybe you're, you're a little too, uh, too aggressive in God, or uh, maybe you've got, uh, you know, you're, you're, uh, you're getting too spiritual or something. You know, I've heard all kinds of phrases, you know, uh, you know, you can get so spiritual, you're no earthly good. You know, I've heard them kind of silly comments. And, and uh, the bottom line is all it is is people in apathy or indifference, come on now, people that don't want to move forward and grow, are trying to somehow or another, uh, you know, knock you down off wanting to grow. Now it happens. Now, my thought is this. That's why, you know, this is what Paul's talking about. Don't look to them as an example. He says, follow those that are willing to press forward. Hook up with those that want to grow. Now, we're not telling you to be, you know, to to not be friendly to somebody or telling you to turn, you know, turn up your nose at somebody or turn your back on people. I'm just telling you, man, you, you're, you're accountable for your walk. And woe to those who are at ease. And I don't want you, me, or anybody else that I have the privilege of influencing to be ones that turn into lukewarm Christians who've lost their first love because they got, you know, you know, indifferent. So the only way you can avoid that is you have to move forward. And one of those things that helps in that is to connect with those who are moving forward. Now, not everybody's going to agree with that. And just like we see in Psalms, and really just like Paul was talking about uh, there at Philippians uh, 3, that's what he's dealing with. Not everybody's going to agree with you. And in some ways, they become uh, maybe an enemy of the cross, so to speak. Okay, well, that's how Paul worded it. All right, so they're, you know, you're trying to, you know, take up your cross and follow after him, and they're sitting here telling you, hey, you're, go, you're pushing too much. You're, you're doing too much. Settle down. Stop it. You know, you're, uh, you know you, maybe uh, you're making us look too bad or something. I don't know what they'd say. But the point is there's a lot of different comments that come out, and a lot of times you have to understand it's a people in a place of not wanting to grow or not wanting to go further or press forward. All right, sometimes... Sometimes, not always, but sometimes uh, they war against those who want to press forward and move forward in God. And so, again, maybe this part here, maybe not a uh, run around, jump around, uh, shout hallelujah type uh, word there. But uh, the point is this, that you just have to understand that regardless of whether people are with you or not with you is irrelevant when it comes time to you moving forward in God. You're called to move forward in God, to grow Amen. And develop. Amen. Be all you're called to be and do all you're called to do. And the only way that's going to happen is you're going to have to press forward. Praise God. Amen. I hope you got something today. Father, I give you praise and glory once again uh, for a people that had an ear to hear and a heart to receive. And Father, I ask right now, praise God, hallelujah, for, uh, you know, to forgive us for the times that maybe we were, uh, you know, we kind of got a little, uh, you know, indifferent. We kind of maybe, uh, you know, backed up a little bit, maybe weren't moving forward like we should. And, and Lord, I know you're faithful and just to forgive us. And we receive that. We thank you for that. But our heart, Lord, is to press forward. Our heart is to take ground, 
to be the child of God that we're called to be. And for that, we give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. I call you blessed. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to watch the video of this message, head over to vimeo.com forward slash victory or go to Jerry Roberts Ministry on Roku. For more information about who we are and what we do here at Word of Victory, check out the website at wovictory.org. That's wovictory.org. See you there.